0: In this week's episode, we wish we had a lush episode with a wide variety of books, but we don't. But that isn't to say we don't have a fabulous title to share that we are very excited about. It's all happening now on Cover B. Hey everybody, welcome back to Cover B.
1: Welcome back to Cover B. Sorry for taking some time off. There was some travel that interrupted our ability to record episodes.
0: It's true, and... Technical difficulties and transportational difficulties.
1: It was rough. It's been a rough week. I would have liked to have an episode coming back where we have like tons of stuff to talk about, but I don't have that. We have Uh, one book. Yeah. It's kind of a weak week. Sorry. (laughs) Get it together, comic book publishers. But uh, this week we are going to be talking about Spectro. It's a magazine size uh, one shot. From Aftershock Comics. Uh, It is written and arted by Wando. And it is an anthology. It is for all intents and purposes a sci-fi anthology. But it also is a horror anthology. It's a cool kind of melding of these two things. Done in Wando's very specific, very amazing art style. Uh, And it tells a few different stories. Ranging from a gentleman using an Alexa-esque. Type device to help him lose weight to a council of planets and their uh, Pluto-based mercenary uh, to, you know, a man seeking to climb the highest peak on Mars, all the way to your typical, like, alien invasion via microorganism kind of thing. Lots of different things covered. Very, very beautiful. Very cool book. Tia, what were your thoughts?
0: So, This book kicked off with a bang for me. Um, First off, it's all about space, and I love space. And then it's got sci-fi and horror, and you guys know I love
1: horror. I know exactly why you're going to (laughs) say I just connected it.
0: So, the very first story in this anthology is very, very similar in concept and execution as my very favorite short video from the ABCs of Death, which Mm -hmm. is a horror anthology movie where each writer-director team got a letter to make a small couple-minute horror vignette. And my favorite, favorite vignette from ABCs of Death is a focus on... It's a body horror piece, and it's focused on body image, and societal expectation, Mm -hmm. and... It's like really gruesome and gory and brilliant and brilliantly done. And I have been heralding that specific vignette for years. And then I'm reading this book and it's right there into it. And I got so excited mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's not a concept that's used a lot, but yeah. it's so effective. You are immediately like, Lugh. And grossed out because it's body horror and it's gruesome and it's messed up. And you're like, no one actually is expected to be like this. But guess what? That's what it feels like when you don't fit societal expectations and wait, And it's amazing. The rest of the book is just as quality. and has some really
1: (laughs) cool bits. I thought you were going to be like, the rest of the book is just okay. But (laughs) this part that I connected with.
0: No, no. The rest of the book is also very good. But for me... Immediately getting brought in with this very like shock and awe, body horror, like very societally spoken th- thing that I immediately connected with. I was all in on this book. Like, yeah. hell yeah, let's go. I am so excited. And so I was pumped from start to finish because this book does some really cool stuff.
1: It was the th- coolest thing this book does, in my opinion, is that it sets sci-fi as a backdrop to tell other stories and it's it's cool when you have access to these like technologies and these you know trips to space and etc 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 but the entire story isn't about these things these stories about what's happening within the world of these things Um, It actually gave me really strong vibes of Ray Ray Bradbury's The Martian Chronicles. Mm -hmm. It's kind of similar. It's a bunch of different stories of, like, you know, it's Mars. And so you think Martians and Mars and sci-fi. And it's very much a sci-fi book. But then there's, like, random people with murder houses and interpersonal stories about these two yo-hos. And... (laughs) you know it's it's not all about just like the zooming through space and fighting aliens and stuff like that like it's it's a sci-fi backdrop to tell other stories on and while sci-fi and horror have melded you know in the past this isn't anything revolutionary there i think what this book does really well is that it makes it's more grounded horror than what we often see. We often see like eldritch horror and eldritch beings and cosmic beings and things outside our ability to perceive them. And while the last story does have elements of that, uh, most of the book is just told in kind of a dark sci-fi way, you know, whether it be taking a look at the nature of society and where we're kind of going, or it be just, you know, a random gruesome story about, weird dark stuff in a sci-fi setting
0: yeah this is not a mars attacks book type thing like you don't have little green men running around and being your villain that it's it's much more specific to like societal expectation and things like that and it Mm -hmm. very much pulls from um like you said kind of interpersonal this is how i feel in my life and this is why i'm doing this thing that i'm doing and then i deal with it and i think that's cool i yeah. really enjoyed that
1: yep yeah. and it's beautiful it's yes. uh wando has done a lot of stuff for aftershock he did a dark arc uh he oh, did okay. there's another space book that he did that unfortunately is escaping me it was a smaller book but he's done a lot of stuff for uh he did a book i forget the name of it but a bunch of like uh, influencers and stuff go to this it, like getaway on this island and then all start getting murdered. He's done a lot of stuff for, for Aftershock and this kind of has Magnus Opus vibes. Uh, it's well written, it's well done uh, and it's just a beautiful Beautiful book, and it's a magazine size. I love the aftershock magazine one shots. They're so hearty, super duper fun, and it's
0: not like a thin magazine size. Like sometimes when they're like the Mm -hmm. big boys, they can feel thin because it's you know it's already bigger, so there's more on a panel. But this one, it's still a hefty boy.
1: Yep, and you know us, we love a good anthology. Oh,
0: we do. We definitely do.
1: So check this one out. I wish I had more to report this week, but that was really the only shining star. Uh, there were a few number ones that just didn't really cut the mustard, uh, which I've never understood that phrase. Who's cutting mustard? Stop it.
0: <laughs> like you cut butter. Yeah. But you don't, mustard's in a, it's in a squeeze. You don't jar. need to
1: put it out in a line and then cut it up and, you know, spread it that way. You can just like put it on and spread it. It's fine. Anyway, <laughs> there go all our mustard cutting fans. Sorry. <laughs> If you want more Cover B, you can find uh, all of our previous episodes on our website, coverbepodcast.com.
0: That's right. And if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Cover B Podcast.
1: Thank you so much for listening. Everyone have a good weekend. I hope you don't run into the same technical and travel-based woes that we ran into. Especially on Memorial Day. Uh, And we will catch you on the next episode. So as always, I have been Chris. This has been T. Yes, indeed. And you have been listening to to Cover B.
0: B. B. Bye, everybody.